Good morning. Welcome to today's Open Heavens Daily Devotional. Today, Sunday, 28th of June 2020, the theme of our Open Heavens this morning is Divine Enablement and Diligence. Divine Enablement and Diligence. And memory verse is taken from Romans chapter 9, verse 16. So then it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but God that showeth mercy. Romans 9.16 So then it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showeth mercy. Our text is taken from Psalm 1 to 7 verse 1 to 5. I said the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. I said, the Lord keep the city. The watchman walketh, but in vain. It is in vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow. For so he that giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows in the hand of the Almighty Man. In the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemy in the gate. The message. Many people think they can succeed by their strength. But this always leads to failure in their life's pursuit. Our Bible reading today is directly passing an internal truth to us that God is the secret of our prosperity. When we look at uh, starting from our memory verse, it's not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showeth mercy. Most times we think that uh, it is by our strength, by our labor, by the things that we've done. Just like Nebuchadnezzar said, Is this not Babylon which my great hand, my mighty hand has built? So sometimes we feel that it is by our strength that we achieve things. Forgetting that the word of God says, It is God that worketh in us both to will. And to do of his good pleasure. So if there is any desire in your heart to even be a good person. If there is any desire in your heart to do something that is worthwhile. It is God that is working in your heart to produce that thing that is good. It is God working in your heart to ever think about anything good. Because the inclination of a man's heart is ever continually. If there is any reverse thought. If there is any declination. In that inclined posture of the man's heart. It is because God is influencing the heart. So it is not of him that will it, but of him, nor of him that run it, but of God who showed mercy. And it, the, our Bible test said, it, it, unless the, God, the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain that build it. And they said, the Lord keep the city, the watchman wake it, but in vain. So, it is not of strength alone. No, strength is important. Even as we go down, we explain where the strength comes into play. But we must understand first, it is of God first. 
it is the mercy of God. If you understand the place of mercy, you will go very far in life. If you understand the place of mercy in anything that you're doing, you are going to go very far in life. The Bible says further, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Deuteronomy 18 verse 18. Even though this scripture was referring to Jesus Christ, God talking to Moses that he's going to raise another prophet like unto Moses. He's going to raise a prophet who is going to be like Moses. You need to understand that the Jewish experience, Moses was the highest prophet in the Jewish experience. That's it, because it was Moses through which the law came. So Moses was the highest experience the Jews had. And now God says he was going to raise a prophet better like Moses was unto them. But this time around, he very for another type of prophet. He was trying to tell him that he's going to come like you in the flesh. He's going to be an epitome of experience. He's going to come in the flesh. So, but the, that's not the point now I want to make. The point here is that he said, I will put my words in his mouth. He shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. So we understand that even preaching the word of God, it is God that still puts that word in your mouth. And it is he him that enables you to speak it expressly. So that's what I want you to understand that it is God who does the working. So you must understand the place of grace. Even as we go about our daily routine, preaching the word of God, living a life to please God, we must understand it is God that is helping us. When you understand that God is already helping you, He enables you to do it better. The problem we have is that we don't have touch with our eternity, our spirit. We don't have touch with it. We're always in touch with our humanity. We're always with our humanity. We don't have this uh, touch with the supernatural. Looking through the lives of the biblical heroes, you will find some human frailty in each. Like the perfect Noah, who became drunk at the point of course, Casting a curse upon his own child. You know, when you look at the script, the Bible said the earth was very bad. But Noah was an upright and a righteous man. So, no. But after the flood, Noah went to make merry and he got drunk and he laid, and he laid naked. His son saw him and he laid a curse on him. So, that's. A perfect man now in the human form. Biblical heroes. God have seen these ones as perfect. But yes, you see their weaknesses. But Jesus Christ was not like that. Moses. For another example. Moses, I told you, is the epitome of the Jewish experience. If you look at the life of Moses, you see that God said unto Moses, He said, if there is any prophet among you, I'm going to speak to the person in dreams, in visions but for moses there is no like him in all their hearts he said i speak to him face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend 
So you understand someone who has a one-on-one encounter with Almighty, with divinity. See him. He got to the point. He got angry and he disobeyed simple instructions. Speak to the rock and he went to strike the rock. He, he who was a bearer of the good news, he was still the same person who came with the commandment and broke it into pieces. He had his weakness. He had his own weaknesses. For Christ, a perfect figure, a perfect person, being in the form of man, yet was still perfect, both God and man. He had a touch with his humanity and touch with the supernatural. Our Lord Jesus Christ said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Christ is the way. Christ is the truth. He is the life. He is the perfect person. There is no single way you can reach God except through Christ. There is only one way, and that is Christ. It is clearly written that the Holy Spirit assigns and empowers us to perform some specific assignments. You can see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6. However, we must not be lazy under the guise that it is God who will walk through us. While it is true that you that He works in us, you must be diligent, obsessed with soul winning, no matter what it may cost. Even though it's God that is working with us. You shouldn't say, ah, because God has not moved me to do this. You must have to do your own part. You must have to stand up because he is already working on the inside. God will not move you. God will not move your hands. He will not move your legs. He only prompt you to do this. And when you move, he will put the words in your mouth. He will not open the mouth for you. God will only put the words in your mouth. You will be the one to open your mouth to speak the words. So we must be obsessed with soul winning on our own. Because the willingness is already there. We must have to tap into that willingness and begin to express it. The Holy Spirit crown Paul's effort with success by granting him divine enablement. But we must also know that he was very diligent and obsessed with soul winning. So Paul said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. He said that the grace of God that was given to me was without... It's not without effect. Because of the grace, I labored more than the apostles, the other apostles. So he understood that it was grace that was doing it. But yet he labored more than every other person. The same grace that was made available for every apostle was made available for him. The same grace made available to us is the same grace made available to him. But yet he performed higher than anyone else ever written in history concerning the word and preaching of Christ. Paul, you overworked them. Diligence escapulates executing your assignments with care, consistency, vigor, and at the right time. When we say you want to be diligent, we mean that you have to take care of this assignment. 
It's not something you do today and stop tomorrow. You have to be consistent. You have to do it with all the zeal and you have to know the right timing. Know when to the right words. Know the words to start with. Know how to talk to people concerning things. When Paul met Agrippa, he knew that he needed to explain to him that to the extent he talked so much. He didn't go about talking of things that Agrippa could not reach, uh, uh, have touch with. He talked about things he already knew. And Agrippa said, that almost convinced me to be a Christian. He was just explaining, but Agrippa didn't know he was already preaching the Christ. Obsession is an excessive devotion to someone or something to the point of personal loss, injury, or death. The Bible says we've not registered unto bloodshed. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 4. See, we've not resisted unto bloodshed. Obsession made Paul to go as far as he did, teaching his children in the Lord to do likewise. To Timothy he wrote, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, Preach the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebook, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Second Timothy 4, verse 2. I pray that the Almighty God will grant you the enablement to achieve His purpose for your life in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Let's bow hearts even as we talk to God this morning. Father, please give me the enablement to do all that you require of me in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, please help me. Give me the enablement to do whatever you require of me. Help me, Lord King of Glory. Enable me, Lord King of Lord, to do the things that are required of me, Lord King of Lord. Help me, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. For Jesus most wonderful name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Do have a great day. Happy Sunday to you. God bless you.